What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer, and I thank you for listening today. It's a nice day outside. It's a Friday. My girlfriend has homecoming next weekend, and my birthday is actually on the same day as that dance. And then the next Saturday, I'm going to have my birthday party. I'm a little over like a party party, but I'm going to go. We're going to go watch the new Venom. I highly recommend Venom. Uh, Venom, let there be carnage. Uh, it is coming out actually sometime next week. So I think it's Tuesday. And then Halloween, I'll also be seeing. So there's two movies I recommend. Life's going good right now. Just uh, taking it one day at a time. You feel me? But uh, last night we had a crazy game. Last night we had a crazy game. It was the least interesting game. I don't care how close it was. It was not very interesting. Outside of Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow, of course. The Bengals are 3-1. and one. All I got to say to that is the word what with a question mark. Joe Burrow was 25 of 32, 348 yards, two touchdowns. Joe Mixon played amazing. Like I said last night, uh, yesterday evening, which if you haven't, it's a little late, but it was my preview on last night's game, an exclusive episode. Go check that out if you wanted to look at some of my predictions for the game and see how they played out. This one played out. I said that Joe Mixon was the most, arguably the most surprising uh, come up running back in the NFL. He has really took a step forward this season, and he played good. The offense did struggle in the second half, or I mean, in the first half against the Jaguars defense, which is not. It's not a very good look, but the way the Bengals bounced back in that game last night was very impressive. Joe Burrow has a winning attitude. As I said, attitude. But Joe Burrow has a winning attitude. You look at guys like Code. You know, okay, let's just stick to the NFL. Let's not do all this analogy crap. Let's just do some comparisons. You know, you got people like uh, Peyton Manning. There's so much respect for the game of football. Had a winning mentality, and he won games. He won two Super Bowls. Look at guys like Tom Brady, the most dedicated football player of all time. Doesn't drink it during the season. Waits till the offseason. Joe Burrow has the same kind of winning mentality as those guys. You see that he wants to win so bad that it's all that matters to him. He could throw 4 of 32, and if the Bengals won the game, he would be happy. Uh, the Bengals offense does have some holes. The offensive line, Joe Burrow got sacked, got some sacked uh, last night. He yeah, he went to the ground a, a few times uh, against that Jaguars defensive line. But no doubt in my mind that that Bengals offense is very, very promising. I love watching the uh, uh, trio of, uh, you know, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon and uh, Jamar Chase, a three. Uh, Joe Mixon fairly young, three. Uh, up, up and uh, coming, really, really good trio there. And you can't forget about Tyler Boyd either. Tyler Boyd, uh, wide receiver number two, nine receptions, one hundred and eighteen yards. Uh, the Bengals' offense is very promising, and I definitely liked what I saw from it in the second half last night. Let's talk about the um, team on the other side of the field. The Jaguars played their best game to date. They didn't play the best against the Cardinals. They didn't play the best against the Texans. They didn't play the best against the Broncos. 
Trevor Lawrence did not throw a pick probably the first time this season in a game, and he went 17 of 24. I do think TL should have passed in the red zone. He's a great runner, but he did run the ball a lot last night. Uh, That is a potentially a sign that he's uncomfortable. Not running the ball, but passing in the red zone. The thing is, is if the Jaguars would have scored in the red zone, um, scored a touchdown before halftime, the Jaguar, I would be talking about the Jaguars first on this segment and telling you about how Trevor Lawrence is promising and how they just won. Uh, Trevor Lawrence just went to his first primetime game and won. But that's not the case, and that's... uh, You could argue that is the, the reason why that's not the case. Uh, DJ Chark, in my opinion, is Trevor Lawrence's best target on the Jaguars' offensive receiving core. He got injured in the first quarter... So, I mean, but but the way Trevor Lawrence overcame that without his best receiver was very, very impressive. Um, overall, not a great game. Not a great game. But definitely some flashes from Trevor Lawrence, so some greatness. He did put the team on his back. Seems to have some pretty good leadership skills uh, so far in the, uh, in the league. Running the ball definitely shows how much he wants to win. And, uh... A good uh, passing performance from him last night as well. James Robinson was the best player on the Jaguars last night. 78 yards and two touchdowns. Without his play, the Jaguars wouldn't be anywhere. They wouldn't have been anywhere last night. Uh, A lot of that has to do with the Jaguars' struggles in the red zone. Uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) uh, James Robinson played great. uh, I think he should have got the ball on fourth and goal. I mean, you probably should have kicked the field goal, honestly. But fourth and goal before halftime, I think John James Robinson should have probably got the ball instead of Trevor Lawrence. But the Bengals won the game, and they are the better team. So congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals on being 3-1. and one. If we look here, if we look here, the Bengals have the Packers next week. They They won't win that. They will not win that. They had the Lions. They'd probably win that. The Lions are hungry, man. They, they just get so close to they're getting, they're getting so close and just can't pull out wins. Ravens is an L. Jets is a win. Browns is more than likely an L. Raiders is an L. So, uh, definitely a big win for the Bengals as they have some tougher opponents coming up, uh, and they could start losing some games. Three and one is a great start for for Cincinnati. Jacksonville, you're 0-4, but that's okay. Keep Trevor Lawrence, build around Trevor Lawrence, and one day you can be good. Let's move on. Bill Belichick gives Tom Brady credit. Bill Belichick, um, I believe it's an interview or press conference, said, I wouldn't would not have my success without Tom Brady. Uh three months ago, this would have been a er, Maybe not even three months ago, before the season ended last season, this would have been all over the place. But we already know this that Tom Brady, he left New England, went to Tampa Bay, won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady, I want to explain this to you guys. Tom Brady was not the only thing in New England. Bill Belichick is not a bad coach. You remember last year with injured Cam Newton, no weapons, Sony Michelle, your best running back, limited defense. And they beat the 
Chargers 45 to nothing. It's not Cam Newton. It's not Sonny Michelle. That's Bill Belichick. The best coach in NFL and football history. Put Bill Belichick in college football for two to three seasons. They're beating Alabama. Yes, I said it. Bill, uh, Tom Brady does deserve the majority of the credit. I was watching Colin Coward. I talk about him all the time on the show because he's a big inspiration to me. The thing is, Pete Carroll didn't have success before Russell Wilson. Now Pete Carroll's a Hall of Famer. Andy Reid, he's a great coach. He didn't really have a whole lot of success before Patrick Mahomes. He's been in two Super Bowls in two seasons. And despite their failures right now, their losses right now, arguably the best team in the NFL. Ron Rivera didn't have success until Cam Newton became the MVP and was voted by his peers the number one player in the NFL. Guys, Tom Brady deserves 65% of the credit. But that other 35% goes to Coach Bill Belichick. I am a firm believer the Patriots would have still won Super Bowls without Bill Belichick. Of course they would have. They're not winning six. They're winning three or four. If you had Andy Reid or something, you, you may win as much. Close to it. But if you just throw out some... Adam Sala. You're not winning as much as you did when you had Bill Belichick. That's my take. That's my take on uh, Bill Belichick's and Tom Brady. Who deserves the credit? Quickly, before I do my new, last but not least. Yes, I said new. Super Bowl halftime reaction. It's going to have Eminem. I'm a huge rap fan, guys. Which, by the way, go look at my story on Snapchat. I know I said that last night. Crucial, the countdown could be changing forever, and it involves hip-hop music. So, please go look at my story, Ian00023 on Snapchat and slide up. But the Super Bowl halftime re- show re- um, the Super Bowl halftime show is going to have Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and, and Eminem. That is a loaded lineup. Real quick, I hope Eminem raps Rap God and Lose Yourself. Maybe Godzilla, since it's just so new, and uh, you could have like a little like big like Juice World uh, thing in memory of him. Kendrick Lamar, he's got to play Mad City, and he's got to play Humble. Uh, well, if he drops his album before then, okay, okay, then then he probably slide in a new song. Doctor Dre, I think he's got to play Still Dre. Well, you got Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. I think they should probably both collab together and probably play Still Dre, and then Eminem could be on the stage just like he was in that music video, if you didn't know that, which would be really cool. And uh, then like nothing but a G thing, or uh, uh, the uh, the next episode. And that that would be my dream lineup for uh, those artists. I can't, I can't deny. I, I think, uh, I would like it better. Drake's my favorite artist of all time, so I'd like to have like Kendrick and Drake, and then J Cole's like in my top five as well. So like Kendrick, Kendrick, Drake, J Cole, and Kanye and Travis Scott would be cool. Obviously, Kanye and Drake have beef, so that wouldn't work out. 
But that would be like a dream lineup of mine. Or like Kanye, Jay-Z, Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole. That, that would be my dream lineup. From this scheme of artists, it's going to be in the halftime show. But this is going to be arguably the best halftime show of all time. Hot football picks for the weekend. You guys know how I give my NFL hot five right. I pick five NFL games from the week that intrigues me. Like intrigues me the most. I have an upset pick in there. Uh, well, I figured, you know, let's just do every single game. Let's just do every single game. Obviously, did my Jaguars and Bengals picks last night in my exclusive episode. But let's just do every game. And then I have, uh, it may not always be five in college football. It could be three. It could be seven. But coincidentally, there's actually an exact five games that intrigue me this weekend. So. We're going to start with college football real quick. Auburn at LSU. Auburn has not won at LSU in years. Well, I think that changes this time. Have Auburn beating LSU 28-26. LSU is not a terrible team. They're not, they're not, they're irrelevant because they're not as good as they usually are, but that does not make them bad. Uh, they're still three and one. They took that loss to UCLA, my favorite team to watch in college football. Auburn lost to Penn State, but they didn't look bad. Bo Nix has struggled. TJ Finley could start for the uh, for the Tigers this weekend, but I got Auburn beating LSU in a nail-biter. UCLA and Arizona State. Arizona State is not a bad team, but I think UCLA, um, honestly, it sounds crazy. I think they're like an NY6 Bowl type of team. Uh, I got UCLA beating Arizona State 42-20. to I definitely think uh, UCLA is definitely the better team. Better running game, better defense, better quarterback. UCLA beats Arizona State in a blowout. Georgia and Arkansas. Please, I do not dislike Arkansas. I'm a, I am am a Kentucky fan. Kentucky is in, in the SEC. I do not dislike Arkansas. However, this is Georgia. They beat Clemson. They're the number two team in the country. We all know how this goes. I have Georgia beating Arkansas 31 to 16. Uh Georgia is just all around better. People are having if let's just say there's a good there's an amazing chance Georgia beats Arkansas. Let's say Georgia beats Arkansas and Alabama does lose to Ole Miss. Georgia's the number one team in the country. I got Georgia beating Arkansas, man. Come on. Uh Cincinnati and Notre Dame. I have Cincinnati beating Notre Dame 30 to 27. Notre Dame. Blew out Wisconsin, and it looked really, really good. Wisconsin's quarterback threw four interceptions. A lot of people have uh, some doubts on Jack Cohn, Notre Dame's running uh, quarterback. <sighs> I got Cincinnati being Notre Dame 30-27. to Yes, yes, I know it is a hard prediction, but I do think that 30-27 to is a game-winning field goal as time expires. I think it's a very close game, and I have Cincinnati beating Notre Dame. To round off college football, Alabama and Ole Miss. There is no doubt in my mind. I think Matt Corral is the Heisman. I think he's better than Bryce Young. Matt Corral is it, man. He is it. He's the Johnny Manziel, the Mac Jones, the Cam Newton, the Joe Burrow, the Trevor Lawrence. Alabama 34-23. 
Alabama is not going to lose. They just don't lose. Alabama just doesn't lose. Nick Saban, they got a massive coaching advantage. Ole Miss has never, hasn't been in a big spot in college football in years. Alabama was literally in a big spot last week. So I got Alabama beating Ole Miss 34-23. Don't at me. Do not quote me on that. I mean, do quote, do quote me on that. Alabama beats Ole Miss 34-23. I'm cheering for Ole Miss like crazy, though. I hope my prediction is off the mark. I hope I'm the I hope I get flashed and everything, man. I hope I get blasted and everything for that pick. Because I want Ole Miss to beat Alabama, but I really just do not see it. Here are my NFL picks. Panthers over the Cowboys. You can call me biased all you want. The Panthers are on more of an uptrend than the Cowboys. The Panthers play Thursday night football. They are on a long week. They've had some rest days. The Cowboys played Monday night football. They played Monday, and three days later, they're back on a prime time or on on, on a, a national scale. Not three days, but... Uh, I messed that up, but you know, I had the Panthers winning twenty eight to twenty one. Washington football team over the Falcons thirty one to twenty one. Listen, these teams are both on down trends right now. Washington football team is one and two, along with the Falcons being one and two. But the only thing I could think of that's honestly the Falcons have an advantage of is their quarterback. Washington has a better running game. Washington's defense is better. The the, uh, the Falcons do have better weapons, but I think Washington has a little bit better offense, and I think their defense is staggering better. And Washington needs this win more than the Falcons. The Falcons are not going to go anywhere this season. Washington does have a small chance, so Washington wins thirty-one to twenty-one. Bills over Texans. Uh, the Texans. Davis Mills is, is expected to start for a second straight week. Uh, he did play good, but he did struggle in some places as well. The Bills just blew out the Dolphins and the Washington football team. The Texans are worse than both those teams. I don't see it being, being any different. So I have the Bills beating the Texans 35-19. to Bears and Lions. I have the Bears beating the Lions. The Justin Fields did struggle a lot last week. Probably the worst quarterback performance we've, we've seen last week. But... The uh the Bears, I think Justin Fields plays a little bit better. The Lions are still looking for that win. The only team that they got blown out by was the Packers. The Lions have played surprisingly pretty decent, but I think the Bears just narrowly beat the Lions thirty four or twenty four to twenty three. Colts and Dolphins. We all know how bad the Dolphins have been playing as of late. And this is a hard pick for me because you guys know I have Miami making the playoffs. I've been I've been big on Miami, but I have the Colts winning thirty to twenty six. Jacoby Brissett is starting for Miami. Carson Wentz is expected to start for Indianapolis, which is obviously a huge mismatch. The Colts right now have the better defense, and they also have not got beat thirty five to nothing. So I have the Colts beating the Dolphins. Browns and Vikings. This is just one of those picks. You know, it's an easy prediction. I just I have the Browns beating the Vikings 31 to 17. Uh the Browns have not gave me a bad performance all season. The Vikings lost to the Bengals in the season opener. And they but I mean they played the Cardinals good, but they did also lose to the Cardinals. 
So they did, they definitely have a lot more flaws. The Vikings are a, uh, in the back of the playoff conversation. The Browns are in the Super Bowl conversation. Browns beat the Vikings 31-17. to Saints and Giants. I have the Saints beating the Giants 27-23 to narrowly. I feel bad for the Giants. They're still looking, I believe, for their first win this season. While the Saints are 2-1. and one. But the Saints impressed me against New England. Matt Jones has been the best rookie quarterback so far. And New Orleans shut him down. They played good against that. Patriots defense, which is the uh, which is the uh, best part of their uh, roster. Their defense is uh, is what sh- showcased on the Patriots. So I have no doubt that the Saints would beat will will beat the Giants twenty seven to twenty three. Here is my upset pick of the week. I got the Jets beating the Titans. 28 to 27. It, it will be a field goal. It will be a field goal. Uh AJ Brown and Julio Jones are both ruled out. The Titans have been on an uptrend lately, but their defense is still not good. I don't care how good they've played. Zach Wilson's still looking for that first win. This is around the time. Even struggling quarterbacks usually around get their win. There's an upset every week. I think the Jets beat the Titans 28-27. That is my upset pick of the week. Chiefs and Eagles. I had the Chiefs beating the Eagles 33-14. We all, or not all of us, I didn't. Some of us really, really overhyped and overreacted to the Eagles' week one win over the Falcons. It was a fluke. They got blown out by the Cowboys. It's going to happen again. To a even way better team, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are one and two. They need these wins. It's not like they can lose and they'll be all right. For the first time in the Patrick Mahomes era, they really, really do need this win. So the Chiefs are going to blow out the Eagles, thirty-three to fourteen. Rams and Cardinals. I got the Rams beating the Cardinals. The Rams have the better defense. The Rams have the better offense. Matthew Stafford is better than Kyler Murray. Cooper Cup is. Right now, he's like the best wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, actually, Rams head coach Sean McVay just announced that Daryl Henderson Jr. will play Sunday against the Cardinals after missing last week's game with a rib injury. So the Rams look fully healthy going into the game against the Cardinals. They do win 31-23. to Ravens and Broncos. The Broncos... Have played really, really well up to date. Teddy Bridgewater has surprised me and many others. That defense is obviously good. But the Ravens are going to end their little undefeated streak. I think the Ravens beat the Broncos 30-21. Lamar Jackson has played amazing. They did struggle against the Lions uh, offensively. But there's no question that Justin Tucker's 66-yard field goal, NFL record, definitely gives them confidence. So there's no reason for me why the Ravens would not win this game. Packers and Steelers. The Steelers still have some injuries on the defense. They lost to the Bengals last week. Could only put up 10 points. The Steelers are, the Steelers are still having trouble moving the ball. So, I mean, the Packers are on an uptrend. They beat Detroit. They, they beat the 49ers. They're going to have a lot more confidence going into this game. And they're more equipped than the Steelers. I think the Packers do beat Pittsburgh 34 to 20. 
Buccaneers and Patriots. This I think this is the big one this week. This is one of the big ones this week. I think it's going to be a little bit closer than we think. I think the Buccaneers beat the Patriots 24-17. Bill Belichick wants to win this game so bad he's going to coach the heck out of these players. And they're going to go in looking strong. Tampa Bay's defense has not played up to par. The lowest they allowed a team was 25 points, and that was Atlanta. So the Buccaneers' defense has struggled through three weeks. I think they probably played their best performance so far. But I still have the Patriots being able to put up 17 points. I do think the Bucs win 24-17. But I do think it goes down to the wire. It's a lowest-scoring game until the end. The Buccaneers get a touchdown late. Not only am I going to have an upset pick each week, I'm also going to have a bold prediction. And my bold prediction is the Chargers and Raiders. I have the Chargers beating the Raiders 27-24. to Uh... The Chargers have the Raiders number uh, from last year. It was a primetime game. The Chargers won. Uh, the Chargers are just as good as the Raiders. Their defense is good. I know the Raiders are establishing a pass rush. Justin Herbert has looked good through three weeks. Uh, the Chargers, I believe, they are also playing at home. Could be mistaken. The Chargers are playing at home. They have home field advantage. So I do have the Chargers beating the Raiders 27-24. Guys, I want to thank you for listening today. It was fun doing all these NFL predictions. I love you guys. I can't wait for this football weekend. It's going to be a fun one. I will see you guys on Monday. Don't forget to go to, uh, answer my question on my Snapchat, Ian 23 I love you guys, and I will see you tomorrow. Not tomorrow. When I see you tomorrow, I'll see you Monday, guys. Peace.